Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Can we talk about business structure? Uh, and as, as a simple and a straightforward question as that may seem, the, the, the answer is never as simple. It's, it, the, it's a complex answer based on your own circumstances, your situation, what you're looking to do, uh, how many people are involved, what kind of property project is it, are, are you trading, is it an investment? Uh, so I thought I'd just highlight five or six things that I think you should be thinking about when thinking about the structure. These six things are by no means exhaustive uh, and the list can be much longer, but at least this helps you make a start. So one of the first things you should be thinking about is liability. So you should be thinking about what liability am I going to have based on what structure? So to make it really simple for you, if you have a sole trader business, then of course you are personally liable. That means if anything goes wrong, uh, anybody you owe money to can sue you uh, and you'll have to personally pay for the debts which means you might have to, if you have a, uh, have a property in your name, you might have to sell the property to pay those debts. If you have money in your personal bank account, you may have to use those funds to pay for those debts. Whereas if you have a limited company, for example, then the company is a separate legal entity uh, and uh, you are not personally liable for the debts of the company, generally speaking, unless you do something fraudulent or n negligent, which is usually Pretty, pretty difficult to, to prove. So liability is one of the issues and, and the areas you should be thinking about. Above and beyond that, something linked with that is taxation. So you should be thinking about what the tax consequences are going to be to you on using different types of structures. And what I find quite often is that perhaps some advisors and also some investors are sometimes fixated on a particular uh, type of structure or a particular type of vehicle. Uh, and that is probably the worst thing to do uh, because there are some people out there who swear by only ever having a limited company. There's others out there who will perhaps say partnerships are the best. Uh, and the answer really is it depends. Uh, so always consider all the different types of structures to figure out which one works best for you uh, above and beyond obviously liability think about tax so just to carry on from the uh, earlier example if you are a sole trader business then you have to pay tax based on the profits your business makes if you are a limited company the company pays corporation tax but you don't personally pay any tax unless you take some of the funds out so if the money stays in the limited company bank account, the company pays 19% corporation tax, the rest of the funds stay in there. If your sole trader business makes profit and all the money stays in the sole trader bank account, you don't take any money out personally, you still pay tax on all the profits because you are the company. And now that might seem a very 
elementary point to most of you, but there might be one or two people here who perhaps aren't fully aware of that. Something else which you should bear in mind is how much is it going to cost you to run the company uh, or the business. So if you have a sole trader business, for example, the accountancy costs are going to be less than having a limited company because there are more requirements. Above and beyond that, the fourth thing you, you should be thinking about is the ease of managing the business. So if you're a sole trader, it's pretty easy to manage that business because there's not that much regulation. Whereas if you have a limited company, uh, then the rules are very different. The fifth thing you should bear in mind is what are the consequences and how do I bring other parties on board? Sometimes you may have a limited company, you may have a, a property development project and you want to bring in a joint venture partner or an additional shareholder, then the consequences of bringing them in have to be uh, fully considered. The sixth thing you should be thinking about, uh, which is linked with ease of management, is the statutory regulation involved with running your business uh, from a, a, a pure structure point of view. So if you have a limited company, the rules and regulations are more stringent because you've got companies act to deal with, you've then got companies housed there as well. Whereas if you're a sole trader, uh, the rules are a bit more relaxed. So those are the six initial things you should be thinking about. Uh, from kind of purely a tax uh, point of view. But there are, like I said, many other things for you to consider from a business point of view. One key element that I find people usually miss, uh, and this is something which you should always do, is if you're in a partnership, be it with a, with a family member or a friend or husband or wife, or husband and wife, please, please, please make sure you have, have a partnership agreement. Far too many businesses go into partnership, don't have a partnership agreement, especially husband and wife, generally speaking, thinking what could possibly go wrong in our business. We're deeply in love. We've been married for the last 25 years. Uh, we've got you know two children uh, and we've never ever had an argument. Uh, why, why would we need to have a partnership agreement? Uh, I can tell you uh, from experience, that things do go wrong. And when, when that happens, if you don't have a partnership agreement, it's going to be more painful and more costly. So please make sure you have a partnership agreement, whether it's husband and wife or whether it's an arm's length business partner. If you have a limited company and your shareholders, then of course you can't have a partnership agreement. In that case, you should have a shareholders agreement. Again, both of these agreements aren't very expensive, depending on who you speak to. Uh, you can get one drawn up for say, around about 750 pounds. Some firms will charge you more, the bigger the firm, the, the higher the charge, uh, but it's money well spent. Uh, so partnership agreement, shareholders agreement uh, are things you should seriously consider having. If you don't have one in your business, by the way, that's one of the first things I think you should do. Above and beyond that, Yoko said, can you talk a bit about incorporation? Uh, so I won't go deeply into incorporation because that conversation in itself tends to last about an hour. So what I thought I would do is, as a, as a broad brush approach, share with you some of the pros and cons of incorporating a property portfolio. Uh, but if you're thinking about incorporating, uh, I would say to you the first thing you need to do is to make sure you can demonstrate you have a business. Uh, and if you look at the Elizabeth Moyne Ramsey case, that will give you an indicator uh, into, or uh, given an indication, in fact, of what constitutes a business. So generally speaking, you've got to have a property portfolio. 
you've got to have uh, you you should you should be spending 20 or more hours in your business a week uh, and ideally your property should be managed by you and not a letting agent uh, so some of the pros of having a limited company are and the most obvious one which is why most people want to incorporate is you can claim 100% of your interest costs that's one of the the, the the obvious benefits above and beyond that if you have a let's say a sole trader or a partnership business uh, a property business if you incorporate and you have a business and you can demonstrate you have a business you don't you won't have to pay capital gains tax when you incorporate because you claim section 162 incorporation relief if you are a partnership and you incorporate you won't have to pay stamp duty land tax as long as you meet the rules but if you have all the properties in your own name and you incorporate uh, you you can escape uh, capital gains tax if you, if you have a business you won't be able to escape uh, the stamp duty land tax above and beyond that one of the biggest uh, benefits of incorporating in my opinion depending on the value of your properties and the equity is when you move your properties from a uh, your own name into a limited company you have an uplift in the base cost of those properties uh, and I I've covered that uh, in some detail uh, in the book that uh, Yoko referred to which is the property investors tax guide uh, so look at that and think about the increase in the base cost but of course the base cost is also determined by the equity and the value of the mortgages so you need to tread very carefully uh, in, in, in working that out above and beyond that uh, another benefit is if you have a limited company you can control how much money you take out so you can take out a salary uh, which goes up to your personal allowance or to your national insurance threshold and the rest of the money you can take out by way of dividends that can be more tax efficient uh, and usually is one other point that I've already covered for you which of course is that if you have a limited company you've got limited liability to some people that's important uh, whereas obviously if you're a sole trader or a partnership you've got unlimited liability and the, the final point I, I want to cover in terms of a benefit of uh, incorporating is you can then look at uh, inheritance tax planning uh, once you incorporate your property portfolio so th those are some of the benefits of incorporating there are other benefits uh, too some of the things that you need to be aware of when you incorporate uh, so, so some of the cons are when you incorporate you'll incur legal fees so include those into your calculations you'll also obviously have to pay for valuation fees especially if you've got mortgages you, you might have to pay a higher rate of interest so consider that and sometimes people I think uh, without fully considering all of the financial implications uh, are perhaps told by somebody that they'll have to pay more tax because they can't claim all of the interest as a sole trader or a partnership they then end up uh, jumping out of the fry frying pan into the fire they end up incorporating and then they find out the, the, the increase in the interest rate negates the tax saving on incorporation so make sure you figure that out now interest rates are becoming more competitive and there are more, more uh, lenders now uh, who are offering uh, mortgages 
to limited companies compared to say four years ago so that is becoming more competitive but still consider that uh, when you look at the numbers and then of course if you have mortgages you'll have to pay arrangement fees also obviously think about the stamp duty land tax implications and also bear in mind that if you have property in your own name if you sell that property you have your annual exemption for capital gains tax purposes if you move those, those properties into a limited company you are going to lose the annual exemption because companies do not have an annual exemption and companies do not have a personal allowance that only applies to individuals uh, and if you incorporate of course uh, you lose some of your privacy because your information is publicly available on company's house so if keeping things private and confidential is a key determining factor for you then perhaps incorporation might not be something that you want to uh, or that journey that you want to embark upon thanks for listening to wealth made simple you can follow and contact shaz on the facebook pages and trust property tax and the profits wizard you can also find shaz on linkedin youtube and instagram alternatively email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk build your wealth by mastering money <laughs>